Hi, welcome to the Chasing Squirrels podcast. This is Trish McCarthy, and I'm your host. If you are a regular regular listener, you know that it has been just a minute since I've actually been on here and recorded a testimony. So um, there's been just a lot of life stuff going on, and the Lord has just really um, settled it in my heart that this is the way it's going to be. I get on here when I can, um, and it's 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 okay. And I'm learning to be okay with that. And I hope you are too. I just thank you so much. Those of you who have regularly uh, listened to my podcast and shared with me um, the things that God has spoken to you through some of these stories, I'm just so grateful. And I hope that you continue to find encouragement and um, maybe some laughter and just that you enjoy this. So thank you so much. Um, Thank you also for being patient and generous and gracious uh, with me. If you have not subscribed to this podcast, I would highly recommend that you do that. That way you won't miss an episode. You'll get an alert when I do publish one. And sometimes I'll do several in a row. Sometimes it might be a little while. So it's been a little while. um, But anyway, thank you for listening and definitely subscribe. And then also... If you feel led to share a testimony or an episode, a teaching episode with somebody that the Lord puts on your heart, please do that. Um, I'm always amazed when I go in every now and then and check the analytics to see who's listening and where they're listening and how many downloads. I am just so surprised that pretty much every day there's there's some somebody listening somewhere. So I think that's so neat and um I have a love-hate relationship with technology, and I love that. I love that, that um, these testimonies just keep on encouraging, and that w- I think I've mentioned this before. I-, I counted up one time. I think there were like 20 different countries where um, the the podcast has been or episodes have been downloaded, so that's really encouraging and amazing to me. So anyway, just all that to say, if you feel led, you know, pass it along because you know my heart. My heart is that people would be encouraged and inspired and grow in their own faith walk. So, all right. Uh, this is a squirrel episode, obviously. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i going to try to do this succinctly. I have recently uh, held or hosted a retreat for, for women um, last weekend, actually. And so that's one of the reasons I haven't been on here. I've been really just preparing for months for this. And one thing that the Lord really impressed upon my heart was to make sure that I prioritized as I prepared. And so he gave me three things to focus on. And the first thing was prayer, to bathe the entire retreat in prayer, but also the preparation time. And he just had me spend a lot of time praying for each woman individually and uh, write down the things that, you know, he impressed upon my heart. And so that was the the number one priority, and I consider that, honestly, I feel like for me, that was him just reminding me that prayer, no matter what it is, whether it's a retreat that you're doing, it's your job, it's your family, it's a situation that's coming, you know, in, in your life, like a circumstance in your life that is in the forefront of your mind, whatever it is, that we should go to him first in prayer for, oh, for everything. He tells us to pray without ceasing, right? So for me, that was kind of a, a little... A sweet reminder. And then the second thing he had me to focus on was the uh, the presentation or like the, the word, the teaching, what it is that I was going to share and present 
at during the retreat. So uh, focused on both of those things first, and then he just reminded me all the other stuff. It's important, and it's and it's necessary, and it's sweet like little all the little things all the little the gifts and the decor and the food and all of that is so wonderful but he just reminded me put that last like these these two things are more important you put that last and kind of had me surrender some things and trust that he would you know bring it all just work it all together of course he did but um Anyhow, so I had done all, you know, I'd been praying, and that didn't cease when the retreat happened. The whole thing was, you know, prayer before, during, and even after the retreat, um, you know, the, the prayer piece. But then the the teaching part, I had that all done. I over-prepared. I felt so confident about it, and I felt like he really reminded me to plan this, prepare, even over-prepare, but then keep your heart open and keep flexible uh, and just to what I, what the, what he, through the power of ho- his Holy Spirit, might want to speak and do during the retreat, before, during, or after. So anyway, I <laughs> I had all the two, the two big things, uh, mainly the teaching done. And then I had my list with all the little things that I needed to do. And, you know, there were, they were little things, but they added up to be a lot. And so I had a whole day where I was going to run errands and just spend my time focusing on knocking out my to-do list, which always feels so good. And, but the day before I had um, noticed when I was putting some change in a jar, we have this little Pillsbury Doughboy cookie jar and we fill it up with our change throughout the year. And I noticed it was getting full. And so I started counting it. This was the day before I did my list. So I start counting this money and it's pretty much all over my all over the table. Uh, well, first, well, first, I thought to myself, I wonder how much money's in there. It's pretty full. And I was thinking, I had a number in my head, and I didn't say it out loud. And I, I asked Brendan, "How much money do you think's in here?" And he told me sixty-five dollars. And I thought, okay, well, my number's like double that, so maybe I better come down a little bit because he's pretty good at math. So I said, okay, well, I think ninety-five. So anyway, I started counting it. And it was all over the, the kitchen table. And I got excited when I realized I was already at 100. And I hadn't counted the pennies. And I hadn't counted some the nickels and stuff. So anyway, I was like, yay, I, I was close. And I should have gone with my gut. I should have gone with my original. Not like there was a prize or anything. But, you know, I you know I get to be right, which is always a prize. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so anyway, I've got the money there. I... That was the night before my my errand day, right? So I wake up and I see the money sitting there. And the night before, I had thought, you know, you don't you don't need to do this. What I wanted to do with the money is I wanted to take it, go to the bank, and get cash to buy something that I was really wanting for my classroom. And kind of a backstory. Sorry, I am chasing a few scrolls, but I'm going to bring this all back together. Um, I. I'm transitioning from one job to another, so I'm going to be starting teaching. Well, my other job, the pay, I didn't realize. They told me I would get paid through July, but I found out that I didn't. I only got paid through June, and I don't get paid with my new job until the very end of September. So it's essentially three months without a paycheck, which is, God is so, he 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 provides. I never doubted that he would provide, but it's definitely been challenging because I'm getting my classroom ready, and I basically got rid of all my teaching stuff last summer, 
when I told my husband, I'm never going back to the classroom. <laughs> so never say never. Here I am back in the classroom and I don't have I don't have anything. So I have to, I'm spending money. So anyway, it's the night before my errand day and the money's sitting on the table. And I just thought, Trish, you you don't, why are you wasting time on this? You, you need to focus on just the retreat right now. You're not going to be going to your classroom for a while. So you do not need to do this. You don't just leave it aside. So I woke up the next morning and I've got my list and I'm praying and I hear, um, I just in that in my spirit, the Lord tell me sit down and count that money, and I thought really I even said out loud like really Lord you want me to count that money because um, I have all this stuff to do and that's not remember that's not important I I decided last night I don't need to do that because it's not related to the, to the retreat but I mean I felt really strongly the Holy Spirit saying count that money so I start counting it and. Lo and behold, there is, and, and, and the other thing was, not only did I count that money, but I felt the prompting to go into all of my purses and find um, all that money too, like find any loose change so I could find all the change in the house, everywhere that I could find change, and I put it on the table. So as I'm counting it, I thought, well, because I like to multitask, <laughs> like, well, I might as well start praying for the, the retreat and the women while I'm doing this. I don't know why you're having me do this, Lord, but I'm just going to make the most of my time and I'm going to pray. So I'm praying and it, he just, you know how the Holy Spirit does. He just starts like impressing these things upon me and speaking to me. And one of the things, well, first of all, definitely felt led to count all the money, find all the money. Like I had to search for it. So keep, tuck that little tidbit away. I had to search, search for it. Then uh, I added it all up. It came to $128. So yay me, I was closest. <laughs> Sorry, Brendan. Um, and then and then as I'm counting and dividing it up and looking at it, I realize that the number of women on the retreat, including myself, is 12. So this is what the Holy Spirit was prompting me to do, to take that money and to divide it into 12, put it into 12 Ziploc bags and distribute it among all of us. And what this just turned into this beautiful object lesson. Lord, the Lord took something so mundane, me sitting at the table counting money like he told me to do, and he turned it into this beautiful object lesson. And um, he started really speaking to me. First thing he asked me was, Trish, well felt like he was telling me to give this away. You're going to divide it up and you're going to give everybody $10. And the question that I felt he was asking me was, do you trust me to give you what you need for your classroom? Do you trust me? Like, yes, yes, I do, Lord. So um, I divided it all up. I started putting in baggies. And I. it was interesting because, you know, some people got a roll of quarters, like however many quarters that is. Um, that make $10, $10, right? So some people got quarters, some people got dimes, a couple people got dimes, one person got nickels, and then there was one person, and he was so specific about who that person was, um, got all the pennies. So she actually got two bags worth, right? And as I'm looking at this, I'm got the Lord is speaking to me about time. And that was a big theme for the retreat, of course. Don't you just love how the Lord does this? So he is reminding me that even though 
our bags look different and the amount. Some people's bag was more full than the other person's bag. We each had the same amount of money. There was no difference. It just looked different. We each had the same amount of money. And what he was reminding me is, and that he wanted me to teach on the retreat, which I did, was we each have, all of us, the same amount of time in a day. We're all given 24 hours a day. No more, no less. We all have the same, right? And then the other question he was um, putting on my heart is, what as a society is our most precious commodity? In terms of when we think of that word commodity, that means valuable, right? So what is the most valuable thing to us? Is it our money? Is it our treasure? Well, maybe for some people, yeah. But I would say, and I think a lot of people would agree, that it's time. Time is our most valuable commodity, and it's something that we can be really stingy with, myself included, right? And we find ourselves saying things like, I just don't have enough time. I don't have time to fill in the blank, right? Have you ever asked yourself that or said that, I mean, to somebody in conversation? Oh, I just don't have the time. For me, it's been exercise. Um, for sometimes, like, I look around my house and I know things need decluttering. And I'm like, I just don't have time to do, to do that today. Well, the reason why my house gets decluttered is because I don't take the time to put everything in its place to begin with, right? My mom always used to say, there's a place for everything and everything in its place, Trish. Or something like that. I don't think I have the exact saying. But anyway, my point is, we all have said this. Like, I just don't have enough time. And if you have a relationship with the Lord... Um, you may have even said, I need to spend more time with the Lord, or I don't, I just don't have time to be in the word, or I need to make time to, to serve, or I need to, you know, X, Y, Z. And this was definitely the theme of the retreat. So I was sharing, you know, I ended up sharing that on the retreat. Well, um, one thing that when, when I was going around and I was cleaning out all those uh, purses, like every every handbag that I had, which was really cool. I found some things that I've been looking for. I was like, oh, well, that's where that is. I've been looking for that. But um, I just really felt like it was a great reminder that if you look for it, you can find it. Like I found a lot more money. I think I found, I think it was like eight extra dollars in change just by looking in those purses. So when we say we don't have enough time, it's really not true. <laughs> We need to find the time. We need to find other pockets of time in our schedules and, and, and also um, find out what, what might be stealing our time, right? So that was the other thing. So I, so I got the bags. Um, you know, I clearly heard the Lord say, you're going to distribute this and teach this lesson. But then, this is so cool, there were five extra little things in the jar that weren't money. One, one was a piece of lint. One was a battery, there was a paper clip, a button, and an Advil, an ibuprofen. And so just, the Lord was really speaking to me about these things that can cause distractions or make us, um, uh, what's the word, um, can steal our time, can be time suckers. And I was thinking about what are the things in my life that I do to self-medicate that take up time? Sometimes I watch... Or escape, escapism or self-medication, right? Sometimes, for me, that's Netflix or my phone. 
So that for me was representative of that. And then um, the button just reminded me, even though it's not spelled the same, the word sow came to mind. And I was thinking of sowing and reaping and how you reap what you sow. If you're going to, when you put time into something, you know, you get something out of it. So there was that. And then the recharging, the battery, just um, another theme for the retreat was Sabbath rest. And just this reminder that we have to spend time with him to recharge and rest. We were made for rest. He made the Sabbath for us so that we can have rest. So there was that. And then the lint was nothing. And then um, what was, oh, and then the paperclip. I'm going to talk about that here in a minute. But that, that just was like, the thing that came to mind is what are you attached to? And I'm going to go into further detail about that. But what are you attached to? So then I'm telling my husband, I'm all excited. I'm like, this is so good. Like, I know this is not from me. Like, this is totally all this downloading from the Holy Spirit. It was good. So I'm writing it down and Brendan comes home and I'm sharing with Brendan and I said, you know, I just think that the Lord's trying to teach us all an object lesson about um, we've all been given the same amount of time. How are you? You have a choice with how you're going to spend your time, right? So he says, and he is a finance major and he teaches money matters at the high school and he's really into Dave Ramsey. He says to me, Trish, you need to use, don't use the word spend, use the word invest and talk about the difference between spending our time versus investing our time because there's a big difference between just spending your money and investing your money right when we invest in something there's a return and so when we think of this in terms of our relationship with the just well not just with the lord at anything like do you spend time with your family or do you invest your time with your family like are you invested are you getting a return you know do you just do you spend time mindlessly doing things um, or are you going to invest like sit down and truly stay focused and 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 heart and soul invest in either a relationship you know relationships especially the relationship your relationship with the Lord or I'm speaking to myself here too so anyway okay then (laughs) this is funny so I that was day one the first day so I share everything it was really you know just powerful the, the message that the Lord had given all of us about our time and the representation with all the money and the coins. And uh, then the next morning I was lying in, in bed and I just, I kept visioning, envisioning those five objects. And my mind was just really fixed on the paperclip and I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. So I got up and, and he's, he's just given me some things to think about and so I thought, I need to get up. I need to get up and start writing this stuff down. And so when I got up, I was, and, and I was sleeping in a room with uh, my sister, Lisa. And so I didn't want to wake her up and it was kind of dark. And I'm just, I'm feeling around for my phone because I always have it in my bed, kind of on one side of my pillow. And I couldn't find it. And I started to get that panicky feeling. Like, do you ever get that feeling when you can't find your phone? <laughs> I'm probably not the only one, I hope. Anyway, I start going, oh my gosh, I need it. And I, 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 I need my phone. Where's my phone? And it hit me like a ton of bricks, like Trish. That is the thing that you are attached to. And that is the thing that is distracting you in so many ways. And so, ooh, man, I, it was good. I was convicted. So I put my phone down and I went out into the living room and I sat down and I just started writing things down and praying. And I'll tell you what, 
I, I use my phone. I, I do like it um, for certain things when I am having that time with Jesus. I, I have a Bible app that you can look up like the interlinear and you can look up translation comparisons and it's called the Blue Letter Bible app. I've talked about it before, but I like to have it there because it's useful for studying and you can look up a commentary. And then I also like to have my phone because I have a reading plan. I like to you know, go through that and check it off. But I'll tell you what, that morning, not having it there was just so, it just made a huge difference because it was just, oh, 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 that's what it was. <laughs> that's what it was. I uh, I felt like he was, um, what was he speaking to me about? Um Oh, I don't remember now, but there was some word and, and I and I thought, oh, I need to look that up. I need to Google that, but I don't have my phone. What am I going to do? And uh, and he clearly just said, you, oh, you don't need that. You need me and you need my word and you need my Holy Spirit and I will lead you to what you need. And in true um, Holy Spirit fashion, powerful fashion, he did. And I, like I said, I don't remember what that was, but um, he led me to Isaiah 40. And I can't remember all the details, but uh, it was just perfect. And I shared that uh, that morning. But then uh, he just reminded me, too, of the times when at home, when I've been intentional about sitting in my favorite spot on the couch and spending time with him and but the phone is there, and I'm saying that I'm using it. I'm using my Blue Letter Bible app, or I'm using, you know, Google to look something up. But I can't even tell you how many times I end up getting sidetracked and getting distracted by it because somebody will text me, and then I'll start texting them, or um, I will hop on Facebook. I'll get some notification, or there'll be some news story that I see on Google, and then I, I go off on these rabbit trails. So he just really uh, reminded me, you, you've got your own attachment and you need to um, put that aside. So, uh, and it was such a fruitful time with him because it was, I, I was really, really focused. So I guess my question to the women and to myself and my question to you right now is, what in your life is, are you so attached to that it is distracting you from primarily your relationship with the Lord, but also other important relationships with other people, family, children, friends, neighbors. See if you can identify something. I think we all probably can. And then pray and ask the Lord to help you. If you can identify it, I don't know, maybe you're awesome and you don't have anything. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, But I think most of us have something, right, that we're a little attached to. So pray and ask God to help you uh, either identify it. And then once you have, ask him to help you. He he will give you the power to be able to become not so attached. Um, And then I'm going to, I'm going to end with this one little thing that was cool. The, the girl who I felt so strongly that she was supposed to get the pennies. I said, I really don't know what, why she goes, well, I think I do. And then at the very end of our time together on the second day, we all went around and shared the things that the Lord had been speaking to us. And she she said, I challenged everybody to find something to do also with their bag of money. Either keep it as a reminder for something or find a way to, you know, invest that money or spend that money or whatever. So she said, I'm putting mine by my nightstand as a reminder to myself how I need to spend my time because I have wasted hours. I come in my bedroom. I want to be by myself. I isolate. I escape. And I have wasted hours binge watching Netflix. And so this is right here to remind me. 
not to do that. That's not what I want to do. And then the very last thing I'll share about this is, um, well, about this, and then I have more because, you know, and then, <laughs> he's an and then kind of God. Um, but sh- but when I passed out the bags, I felt the Holy Spirit prompting me to write name tags on the bags, and I was just going to cut little rectangles and write their names and clip it to the bags. And he very clearly said, you need to draw hearts cut out hearts and put their name on the heart and clip that to the bag. And it was a reminder to all of us that wherever our treasure is, there our heart will be also. Just a reminder, what are we treasuring? What are we treasuring? How are you treasuring your your time? What's valuable to you? Is it Netflix? Is it your phone? Is it playing games on your phone? Is it your family? Is it time in the word? Is it spending time on your knees? Being in the presence of our almighty, amazing Heavenly Father. What, what do you treasure? What do, we, what do you treasure? Just something to think about. Okay, and then, um, <laughs> so that was that, right? So I finished. This was still, I'm, let me backtrack. So this is like my errand today, right? So I do all this. I write all this down. I'm like all excited. And then it's time for me to go run errands. And as I'm running errands, I, th- this is funny. And I know some people will think this is crazy, but, you know, the, the Holy Spirit can speak to you in so many different ways and all the time, right? So I'm driving along and I just get this prompting that I'm supposed to go into the Dollar Tree. And that, and what the, the message I heard, and like I've said before, I don't, I don't know, I don't think I've ever audibly heard the voice of God, but I can, I know when, I know his voice. He says that his sheep know his voice, right? And he is the good shepherd. And so I know his voice and he's speaking to me saying, go into Dollar Tree, you'll, you'll find what you need there. You'll find what you need. So I go in, I look in my wallet and I have $9. Like, okay, I'm only spending cash. I'm not going to use my card or anything. Plus, you know, I'm <laughs> without a paycheck for a while. So we're strapped, right? It's like, I'm not using a card. So I get my $9 out. And I did. I found some wonderful things that I needed. Uh, three little things for my classroom and several little items for um, the charcuterie board that we were doing for the retreat. So uh, I get my items and... It came to it came to like eleven dollars with tax. It it wasn't enough, and so I said, okay, well, I I guess I'm not going to get these three things. I put these three things aside, and I was getting ready to go. And the cashier, he's filling up my bags, and next thing I know, he grabs the three items and he puts them in a bag. And I looked at him like, um, no, I said, no, I didn't remember. I didn't pay for those. And he goes, I know. Have a nice day. And I said, um, really? Are you sure? He goes, yep. Have a nice day. And that was that. And I left that store with tears in my eyes and a spring in my step because it was such a sweet, profound reminder to me of the Lord's provision. Just show, I felt like he was saying, see, I know what you need. You gave all that money away. I know what you need for your classroom. I know what you needed for your retreat. I know what you need today, tomorrow, and all your tomorrows. I know what you need. Trust me. So that was that. Then I ran a couple other errands. And this is just a tiny little extra bonus. I went to, I was at Mardell and I, there were a couple last minute things I needed. And I happened to walk by this huge ginormous like uh, section that had a B theme, which the name of my retreat was B, B-E. And it was all like, 
bees and honey themed and it was just really fun. Well, I looked I looked down and there's a like a little package of um, Ziploc bags with bees all over them. Cute little Ziplocs. And guess how many there were in the package? Exactly 12. And I was like, oh yeah, I've got, this is much cuter than a, uh, a Ziploc bag. So anyway, that was just a tiny little bonus, like a little cherry on top. So then I guess it was about, when did that happen? That was, so the retreat was this last weekend. Oh, Monday, Monday. So I had the retreat. It was wonderful. But you know how that can be. I was very exhausted. Well, the very next day on Monday, I had a two-day training, a math training for my new job. And I was dragging. I didn't sleep Sunday night. And I was dragging. So at lunchtime, I went to get coffee. And I stopped into this 7-Eleven. And um, I've got my money. I had to scrounge to get change out of my console in my car because I just didn't have any cash and I didn't want to use the card. And uh, so I'm, I walk in with all my change and I had, a, I think I had a dollar bill too, but definitely lots of change. So I'm, I'm going to ring up and he goes, is that, will that be all for you today, ma'am? And I said, yep, that's it. Okay. Have a nice day. And I went to hand him my money. I'm like showing him my money. He goes, nope, have a nice day. And it was like, okay, Lord, you, if, if, if I didn't get it before, I got it now. Like, I know, I know I hear you. I know you see me. He sees us. He knows our needs. He knew I needed some caffeine. <laughs> but I mean, you know, obviously it's just very symbolic, like just another sweet, almost like an exclamation point. Like, okay, I'm doing it again, Trish. I'm showing you, I, I'm providing for you. So um, I, I, I want to, you know. As you're listening to this, I just want to ask you, is there something that you're needing to trust the Lord with for to provide for you? What is that? Maybe it's financial. Maybe it's healing. Maybe it's a relational need that you have. What need do you have? Do you trust God to provide? And then, and then, so I don't remember what, I think it was maybe Monday or Tuesday, one day earlier this week, Brendan did the bills and we were concerned. We were, I mean, we, we knew he would provide, but we didn't want to, um, we didn't want to dip in to any savings because our savings is, has been dwindling a lot and there's just not much in there. And so, uh, he did the bills and we didn't, we, for, we for sure thought we were going to have to go way into our savings. And, um, he said, Hey, I, I, did the bills and there I paid them all (laughs) and there's money left over and just the look on his face he just it was so sweet he just looked at me and said Trish it's all God that is God because on black and white and black and white pencil paper it didn't it doesn't it didn't look like we were gonna make it but God right and then and then this morning I'm this was just a few hours ago. I'm walking around the house and I'm just finding cute little things here and there for my classroom. I'm doing a whole sunflower theme. I've just, I'm so excited. It's all cheery, but I don't have a lot of money to go out and buy a ton of stuff. And I have been having to buy stuff. And anyway, I'm walking around and I just start seeing all these things that I don't need in my house right now that they're just from former, you know, prior retreats or whatever. So I'm I'm just collecting all my goodies and putting them by the front door because I'm going to take them to the school. And then also the other thing is I've got a Christmas tree that I keep up year round. 
because my grandma had that tradition when I was a little girl, and I loved it. I have such great memories, and I know some people think it's weird, but I like it. And as a, as a little girl, I love doing that. So I have my nieces and nephews come over, and we decorate the tree together, just like my grandma did with us. We decorate the tree together for every holiday. So they're coming over tomorrow night, and it's August almost, right? So I'm going to, and it's back to school. So I was going to do a back to school theme, and I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, man, what am I going to put? What do I have to buy? Because sometimes I have stuff and then sometimes I have to go buy stuff. And it can get costly when you start adding up all that stuff. Like, I don't have money right now to do this, Lord. What can I put on the tree? Well, he started, as I'm walking around, finding all this other stuff for my classroom, he starts showing me stuff. Like, I have a huge box of really beautiful, colorful scissors, all different colors that I used for my retreat that I can tie some string around and hang them on the tree. I have a box of glue sticks that I can tie and hang it on the tree. I've got, I found a stick, a sheet of stickers with these colorful, like larger looking crayons that are so cute that I've had for years and I just happened to find it. I made a copy, I enlarged it, I put it on cardstock. I'm going to cut those out and put them on the tree. So it's just, it was like, oh, my heart was just so full, little things like that. So I'm, I'm walking around, I'm walking into the living room, and I'm kind of like singing. And I said, Lord, I even said it out loud. I said, Lord, you are so sweet to me. Why are you so sweet to me? You, you just know what I need and you just provide. You're so, so sweet, right? And then, and then Brendan calls me. Like right out, like I'm not kidding, like seconds later, he calls me and he goes, hey, guess what? Like what? He goes, you just got paid from your other school district, $2,500. Like what? What? I mean, at that point, it's like, oh, how can, how can I not believe it? Like, it, I mean, he just does stuff like this, but I, I just... Ugh, I, I, I don't even know what to say. I was in awe. I just felt so seen and loved and just reminded he is God. He is good and he provides. He does this for his children. He doesn't just do this for me and Brendan. He does this for all of us. He wants to provide for us. He wants us to trust him. Oh, and then I'm going to end with this last thing. So during the retreat, we were at this beautiful lake house. That's another example of the Lord's provision. Some friends of ours that um, became very successful with hard work, this business that they built, it went public. And they, you know, when that happens, you get a lot of money. (laughs) They have built this beautiful lake house that they have stewarded so well. And they allow people to use, you know, uh, church groups to come in, pastors to come in and do retreats just to use it for ministry. And so that's where we were. Beautiful on the lake, trees everywhere, just gorgeous in nature. Well, the Lord, I mean, it was almost like every single one, 12 of us women, he was using the the bird, some bird examples. Like all of us had some way that he was speaking us to us through the birds. And I Just right now, I'm just reminded of, you know, he tells us, I don't have it right here in front of me because this is a squirrel episode, you know, just off the cuff, but he tells us that we don't have to worry about tomorrow. He feeds the sparrows and how much more valuable are we than them? He takes care of the lilies in the field. He feeds his birds like, and we, those are great things. He made them, they're creation, but 
we're his crowning creation. We are made in his image. We are his we are his sheep. We're his people. He we we're we're like him. We're made in his image. He loves us so much. What would why would we ever think that he's not going to provide for us? He's so faithful. He's so incredibly faithful. And that's my message. That's my that's my story. I'm going to end with this. Um and, uh, because here's another and then after Brendan called, I was I was sitting, sat down and um, just to spend time with them. Oh, 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 no, this is funny. Okay, well, this is this is what I'm getting with. So, so I've got, this is kind of my last day off before I go back to school. And I really want to be in my classroom because I made a list and it's like long, just like my list for running errands the other day was long, right? So I was, in my mind, I'm going to get there at eight and I'm going to do this and well, I, Brendan called me like right before eight or right around eight and and I'm thinking okay I need to go do this well I hadn't sat down I hadn't sat down and spent time with him yet and he just really kind of nudged me like what are you doing give me your give me your first fruits give me your time so I sat down to spend time with him and I want to read you the very first verse that he uh that I read it was Psalms 106 and 107 uh, 106.1, praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his loving kindness is everlasting. Who can speak of the mighty deeds of the Lord or can show forth all his praise? And then verse 48, blessed be the Lord. The, this is the last verse. The God of Israel from everlasting even to everlasting. And let all the people say, amen, praise the Lord. And then Psalm 107 started the same way. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness is everlasting. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And then this, this one cut me, it pierced me. Let them also offer sacrifices of thanksgiving. He's talking about his people. And tell of his works with joyful singing. And I knew that he was prompting me to get on and record this testimony today. But I also know that it takes time. This takes time. It's it's a little bit of a sacrifice. You know, I'm sacrificing time that I could be spending elsewhere. But he just reminded me, Trish, you're talking about time. <laughs> you're talking about this. You you know, you need to practice what you preach, right? So I got in here and recorded this. And the reason why is this. This is why. This is why. This is my why. To tell of his works with joyful singing. This is why I do this, to tell about him and his works and his mightiness and his faithfulness and his loving kindness from everlasting to everlasting. He is so awesome. He's awesome. I'm going to pray. Lord, you are God, and you are good, and you are on your throne always, and I just want to come before you and ask forgiveness for the times when I worry, for the times when I I see with my eyes and I'm I'm walking by sight and not by faith, Lord, when I, I don't trust you, when I, I'm not sure how you're going to meet this need or that need. I confess to you um, that I do that, and I'm asking you to forgive me, and I'm praying the same for any of us listening that... Um, that you would bring to our hearts, all the listeners' hearts, something that they need to turn over to you, something that maybe they're not trusting you with. 
I pray, Lord, that as we lay these things down at your feet uh, at your uh, and into your, I'm picturing us taking them from our own hands and putting them into your strong, capable, mighty, provident hands that are also oh so gentle and oh so tender. Lord, help us to leave those things in your hands and trust you with them and not keep trying to grab them out and snatch them back out of your hands. Father, help us to trust you. We know you are good. We see in your word over and over, Lord, how you provided for your people. And we see that they forgot. They're a forgetful people and they forget how you provided. And then they turn their own way and then you um, you bring them back and you show them favor and mercy again. And then I'm saying they, but I mean we, God, we we do this. We do this. It's this dance, this back and forth. Lord, help us to set up stones of remembrance in our hearts, just like you asked the Israelites to do. For all the times that you've been faithful, help us to cling to those stones, those as rocks, as reminders of your faithfulness. You've done it before. You can do it again. Lord, you are good and you are mighty. You are king of the world. <laughs> help us to put you on your throne and where you rightly deserve to be and take help get us off the thrones of our lives and put you there where where you belong we don't do a great job i don't do a great job lord of running my own life <laughs> lord we thank you we thank you for your word we thank you for the power of your word to transform lives and open our open the eyes of our hearts and teach us and show us and guide us and instruct us and um, lead us on a, on a light to light our paths and lead us on the way that you want us to go. We thank you for your word. I pray for every person listening that you would, Lord, help us to invest time in your word, invest time in our relationship with you. There's nothing more precious in the world. I can say this with all my heart. There is nothing more precious in the world than spending time with you. Thank you, God. Thank you so much, Lord. I pray these things in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Sorry, I'm trying to get off. I'm back into my computer. It shut down. I hope it recorded. It did. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a great day. Bye.